Welcome to Define and Sue Try to Do It All. I'm Define. And I'm Sue. We are a multicultural, multiracial, blended family, and we are the Ivy League Misfit Power Couple. Join us in our journey as we try to do it all in the pursuit of happiness and fulfillment. We will share our mistakes, lessons learned, pain, failure, and triumph in the hopes that we can pay it forward to you. Tune in every week and try to do it all with us. Welcome to Define and Sue Try to Do It All. I'm Define. And I'm Sue. And this is episode zero. Yes. In this episode, we will be sharing a little bit more about ourselves just so you can get to know us. So who are we? Well, I am a psychotherapist. I have a private practice, and I am also a uh, adjunct professor. I currently teach psychology, and I'm also kind of a serial entrepreneur. Kind of. Either you are or you're not. Okay, well, I guess I am. So let's recount the business that you have um, started. Well. <laughs> okay, let's go backward. What is... What current business do you have? Currently, I have one business, which is my therapy practice. That's it? I believe so. Okay, so basically I have more. A lot more, yes. Well, we try to do it all, you know. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the show. Yes. So I'm Defon. Um, I'm not really sure that which, uh, which my title I should go first. What do you think? Professor. Okay, so I am an entrepreneurship professor, so fitting, at Lincoln University of Pennsylvania, which is the first degree-granting HBCU, historically black college university. Um, but teaching was not what I set out to do. Um, I was a software developer for almost 20 years. I started multiple businesses, and I ended up going to law school, and so I'm also an attorney as well. So currently, I have a practice that focuses on small businesses and entrepreneurs and intellectual property. And uh, I also own several small businesses. Um, what should I talk about? Well, do we just want to start with um, maybe how long we've been married? How long have we been married? Well, I think that's a question that's best left for you to answer. That's because you don't remember. <laughs> we got married in... 2009? 10. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a funny story there. So what is our anniversary? Our anniversary is May 21st, the day after my birthday. And why is that? So I can remember it. But why is it not on your birthday? Uh, well, because we were supposed to have a wedding the year after we got married. And that landed on... So May 20th landed on... What was it, a, a Friday. Friday? So then we decided we didn't want it to land on a Friday. So we would do it May 21st so our wedding could be on a Saturday. Well, of course, we didn't have the wedding. so. Mm -hmm. But it's easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we are... What is the title we're calling ourselves? Ivy League Misfits? I thought it was the Ivy League Misfits. The Ivy League Misfits, yes. So what about us that's Ivy League misfit? Well, first of all, why do we call ourselves Ivy League? 
Well, because we both have multiple degrees from University of Pennsylvania, which is an Ivy League college. To wit, we graduated on the same day from University of Pennsylvania. Yes. He graduated with his law degree from um, Penn Law, and I, I graduated with my bachelor's degree um, in psychology. And then you wanted to earn another degree. Yes, I got my master's degree in school and mental health counseling. And I have a master's degree in public administration before I went to law school, also from Penn. Yes. So we're Ivy League. I guess we're Ivy Leaguers, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But why are we misfits? <laughs> well, we didn't do anything in the traditional sense. Um, many times when we were at Penn, uh, people would ask if we met at Penn. And we met many, many years before Penn was even an idea uh, for us to go there. Um, and when we met, neither one of us had anything. So. Uh, as I frequently say, we didn't have a pot to piss in. And then, um, you know, we have some really good stories about the times back then, maybe even more exciting than the time now. Uh, we'll share them in the future episodes. Um, you guys got to ask her about the muffler story. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We but will. We'll, we'll make a point of telling that. <laughs> yes. And so what did you do after you graduated from Penn with your uh, master's degree in counseling? Uh, what did I do? I had a few different jobs. Um, I worked as a mobile therapist. I did some work in, um, in a job that was kind of like a mobile therapist, social worker, and therapist all kind of mixed together. Um, and then I worked as a per diem therapist. And then I was able to start my own private practice, which I'm really, really happy with. And after law school, I worked uh, in New York City in a large corporate law firm on Wall Street, um, we actually stayed here outside of Philadelphia and I commuted to New York every day. That was about two and a half hours of a mixture of driving and training. Everybody thought I was crazy, but you know, we had, I have my reasons and you know, wh why would I not come home every day? And, <laughs> um, she was going to Penn at a time for her graduate degree. So I, we didn't end up not wanting to move away. So I made the sacrifice of traveling each day, but you know, ultimately, um, I was pretty happy. And I don't regret doing that at all. And now we're back. Well, not back. I'm back uh, staying around Philadelphia. And it's been a very good transition to go back to being an entrepreneur. So as she said, um, before law school, before both of us went to school, not just Penn, that I, um, you know, I was an entrepreneur before. Um, I learned how to program and I did a lot of different things before I met you, and then before I went back to school, so going back to school was a change, but also um, it just gave me, and probably for you as well, it gave me a lot more um, skills mm -hmm. and then enabled me to be a better entrepreneur. In the future, we'll talk about some of the stuff that I did before and what you did before and mm -hmm. how school and education has helped us, but at the core, we are who we are and uh, non-traditional to the court. Very. Um, so we forgot to mention that throughout our whole schooling, non-traditional schooling process, um, we've had children in all of those years. So um, we currently have uh, four children. I actually had one child uh, in high school. I was a teenage mother. Um, and then I met 
my boo, um, when my daughter was five years old. And so um, she is 18 now and in college. Can't believe that. Um, but so we've been together for that many years. Um, and then we had three other children um, along the way, all throughout college, school, going to Penn. Um, there goes the mystique of how old we really are, because it's going to be a guessing game of how old we are. Mm. You know, some of my students thought I was in my 20s. Very flattering. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, having kids in school was uh, pretty tough, right? Yes, I would not. Um, I would not recommend it for anyone. If you can avoid it, avoid it. Well, how can you avoid having kids? Uh, wait until you're finished with college and school. Yeah. Well, you know, all throughout my twenties, I tried to have kids and just didn't happen. <laughs> you see how things cut different ways. Uh huh. Um, but yes, uh, having kids in school was tough. But I have to say that I probably wouldn't have gone back to school if we didn't have our son. Yeah. Um, I went back to, I actually, I, I came through community college. I went back to community college when you were pregnant. I'm about to give birth, remember? Mm -hmm. That was the reason I went back to school. And I remember after he was born, I had to go take a math exam. Yeah. That was in the summer. And that was difficult. But my professor was very understanding. And, uh, you know, everything worked out just fine. And then, all, then we had our daughter um in law school mm -hmm. right so our son is he's currently 10 years old and our daughter um our next daughter she is six years old so she's the one who um we had while i was in um undergrad right, right. and you were in law school right yeah that would, she is the quintessential ivy league baby because um <laughs> she was breastfed and uh during my second year of law school, I would push her around campus at Penn all day, and in between classes, I'll meet her, and then she will breastfeed the baby. Mm -hmm. In the back of the registrar's office, they mm -hmm. gave us a little suite at the law school so that we can feed her. Sometimes she's late, and then she would just, uh, our daughter would just start crying nonstop, unstoppably, and I will like move her and try to quiet her in the back of the room, and I wonder what everybody else thought. <laughs> Although and I now I go back to school and people still ask, where's the little girl? Where's the little girl? But she's big now. Yeah. And she has another story as well because oh, you hand-delivered her at home because we didn't get to the hospital in time. So I had her on the middle of our bedroom floor. Yeah, talk about trying to do it all. That wasn't <laughs> from trying. But, yeah, no. But we did. Yeah, I. Uh, so I had that story, you know. Um, try. I delivered my own daughter. Yeah, yeah. And... I had a home birth that was certainly not planned for. And then we had um, our last daughter. She is currently four years old. Um, I Only four? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I started, I started my grad program. Um, and what was it? Like a few months into it, I found out that I was pregnant again. So that meant no more happy hours for me. Um, so I, I was pregnant throughout my whole, um, grad program. Um, and I was in New York at the time. So I was working, going back and forth every day. And, um, uh, I ended up taking some, a lot of sick days and I worked from home, um, before she was born. And then I took a paternity leave afterwards, but she was really one of the reasons why I left the firm. I was doing well at the firm. 
And, you know, most people go to the firm and work for a long time and, you know, on a partner track and try to make a career out of it. But after she was born, and I really, you know, for our first daughter, for our, the older daughter, we, I really enjoy having her around every day, even though, you know, make fun of her crying and uh, trying to find time to uh, feed her in between classes. But that was really good experience to spend a lot of time with her. And it was difficult for me to not be around this last little kid. And uh, so I'd say about, what, six months after she was born, I decided to leave the firm and come back home and start my own firm so I can be at home more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was, I can't believe that's, a, it's been four years. Yeah. yeah. So how have these four years been compared to the, I guess, the four years before that? <laughs> well... I think all of our years kind of feel like they've been a whirlwind because um, we don't ever stay stagnant. We're always trying different things and we're always doing different things. So, you know, even after you left Big Law, um, we've been trying to do different things and we've had many different projects and experiences and we've learned a lot. So have we really tried to do it all? We've tried to do a lot. <laughs> yeah sometimes it this is not just us it's just me There's sometimes we uh i go to networking events and talk to people and people say what have you done i said depends on who's asking and what mood <laughs> am i in to talk to you about it uh so if you you guys should stick around and listen to our stories and i have a whole lot more and you have a whole lot more yeah. and uh so just as a preview let's talk a little bit about, about our background so where you're from and uh how is it different than our normal, you know, main line? We live on the main line, uh, you know, which is an affluent area outside of Philadelphia. But how are you different? How is your background different than the, I guess, quintessential prototypical main line family? Well, um, I am a immigrant. I was born in Jamaica, um, Port Antonio. Um, Jamaica. Yes, my Jamaica. Uh, sorry, Jamaica mother. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> she didn't know she had it. <laughs> I forgot I bought it. Um, so, yes, I was born in Jamaica. I moved to America when I was five years old. So I'm what you will call a Jamaican um, because I no longer have an accent. Um, so. Huh. That's sad. Well. I want to get rid of mine and you don't have it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yes, uh, grew, I grew up in a single family home. Uh, my mother raised myself my older brother and my younger sister. Um, I was a teenage mother, so that made for a really bumpy road. Um, and yeah, I did not come from a wealthy family. Uh, you know, didn't come from a family with um, a lot of education. Uh, so I guess I was what they will call at-risk at youth. Oh, at risk. Well, I was actually at risk, yes. too, as yeah. well. So, my little story. I came to the U.S. in 1993 as a 15-year-old to go to high school here by myself. Uh, I was supposed to stay with family, but, you know, long story short, I had no family here. I was just by myself. Um, I end up leaving school, or depends on who you, who's asking. I may have been kicked out of school, but, you know, let's just say that I left high school and I ended up homeless for some time. I bumped around the country, went to the Midwest, I went to LA. 
um, went through some really crazy bad things and eventually ended back here in Philadelphia. Um, all that before I was 18 years old. And then, you know, from there, I worked a lot of sort of what you call dead-end jobs. And I worked in restaurants, I delivered food, um, you know, you name it, I did it. And uh, not until I was in my 30s, I think, when our son was about to born, did I go back to school. So I had gone through a lot, a lot of bad things, a lot of changes, a lot of difficulties. But, you know, I, you know, I don't know how, I really don't know how I got through it, but I did. And fortunately, I did get through it. And I learned from the past and tried to do more in the future, right? So that's why I try to do it. I don't know your reason for trying to do it all. The reason I try to do it all is life is short. You got to do, you got to spend every day. What, what do they say? That you, you should spend every day as your last. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't really want the next day to be my last, but that there's something to be said about attitude. So I try to do the more most I can in life because life is really short and really precious. Um, we'll talk about that in the future, but I wasn't even supposed to live until this point. So to, for me to be here and for me to go through the things that I went through, it's a, it's a blessing to be here. So I'm always trying to maximize what I can do and maximize all my opportunities and do everything. And then also be a good example for my kids or for yeah. our kids yeah. and for everybody else and uh, one thing about our journey and that one of the reasons that we wanted to stop stop start the show is that people hear our stories and always said i can't believe you did that and that's a that's a, such an inspiration mm -hmm. so we're trying to inspire and do um and share our story more so maybe we can inspire more people because at least in my view i don't think it's what i've gone through is extraordinary extraordinary at all I just think it's it's my life, and I'm just trying to do my best to live it, mm -hmm. and uh, other people can do it the same as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And what do I always say? Build it, they will come. Uh, what else do I always say? I always say, um, the world's your oyster. All you got to do is shuck it. And we've been shucking it. <laughs> so, back to the power couple thing. What makes us a power couple? Hmm. You know, I, you know, I'm a bit more humble. No, oh, come on. A bit more humble than um, than you are. Except so, when she's in the house. <laughs> so when people call us a power couple, I'm really humbled by it. Um, but I guess it's it's because they see us trying to be out there and and you know we're doing things, um, and they see us always trying things. So I don't know. What do you think about us being a power couple? Well. We're a power couple because I get to uh, rub off of her fame. Um, fame. Yes. Well, what, what, what were you uh, honored with last year? Um, the uh, top ten most influential or up and coming. Ten under forty. Ten under forty. He's still under forty. Yeah. <laughs> ten under forty. Uh, most influential. Most influential African Americans, um, by the Philadelphia Tribune. I thought I had to, just read the whole title for you. <laughs> See, I don't have awards like that. Well, you got nominated. You were nominated, and it was you and what was it? Two other people for the. 
What was it? What was it? Uh, I'm going to test you on this. <laughs> um, that was for the lawyers, pro bono, solo practitioners award. What was it called again? Outstanding pro bono mm -hmm. in a solo practitioner Exactly. Right? Yes, that's what it was. And you got nominated. That was good. That yeah. was really awesome. Yeah. Try to pay it forward, as I always say. And that was around the same time when um, when I got my award. So Yeah, but you got on stage and you... Yeah. yeah. I, I did win a free tablet, so... Yes. Yes, you did. That's mm -hmm. like one of the... I, I'm not going to win it, but I won it. So. Yeah. So that was a good time. Yeah. Um, what's 2020 in store for us? Wow. 2020 has a lot in store for us. Um, number one being this podcast, that podcast and YouTube channel, I guess, that we're starting. Um, and so much more. So Boy, much come more. On. Uh, don't act like you don't know any uh, of this okay. stuff. So we will also be opening a, um, a media studio. Um, that is local in our neighborhood in the Lansdowne area. What is a media studio? So the media studio, um, we are going to be opening that for people who want to come in and make podcasts or YouTube videos um, or take photos. We have some equipment that they can rent or if they just want to come in and use their own equipment. We have um, space that has a great backdrop. Um, yeah. So we have that. A nice decor. Yes, nice decor. So all in one media studio, if you want to be a content creator, all you have to do is come. Yes. We're going to provide everybody else, everything else. Yes. And what else? And we are also opening a co-working space that is also local in the Upper Darby area. Go on, explain a little bit more. Well, you don't know. I know, but it's your baby. Why is it my baby? Well, we're going to open a <laughs> co-working space in Upper Darby, yeah. uh, which is, we call it a co-working, neighborhood co-working space, mm -hmm. because the goal of it is not just to provide workspace for people, but also a community for people to come. So like-minded entrepreneurs and freelancers and business owners can come and come together and share space, share resources, and also share experience and then maybe help each other. Um, so I feel, we feel that this will be a great opportunity for the Delaware County community because um, we have a, the workspace and media space is going to work together and to help people build their brand and build their business. Yes. And that's why we're starting with our own because we talked about it for years and mm -hmm. just never sit down and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, with that co-working studio, we are also going to um, have other services we are going to um, continue with a nonprofit that we started many, many years ago. And there was just so much other stuff that was happening in our lives. But now we feel like we're ready to sit down and really um, develop this nonprofit um, that's focused on um, education, empowerment, and what else? Training, preparedness, mm -hmm. and just life training. Yeah. And, um, and entrepreneurship um, and yeah, then also yes and then I've been through several incubators oh, we've both been through an incubator remember yes. we've been through the yep. immigration hub mm -hmm. and then I've been through an accelerator actually a VC funded accelerator mm -hmm. so we are trying to pay it forward and then bring it to the community mm -hmm. so 
we are also starting a incubator this summer at, at the co-working space and at the video studio and trying to invest into local um, startups. It's in content creators. The first cohort is going to be content creators. So as we build our studio, uh, which is, hasn't been worked on yet, we acquired the building, but it hasn't started work yet. And also the workspace is uh, coming in, in a couple months. So we'll chronic, chronicle. chronicle that process uh, on the show. And you'll see the progress we're going to make. And then you will get to see the space when it's fully operational. Mm -hmm. And then you will see all these other cool things. And, you know, we're really not exaggerating that we're trying to do it all. We got this real estate going, mm -hmm. stuff going. We're both trying to be professors. Well, not trying. We're actually both professors. Well, you're tenure um, track. I'm just imagine. But yeah, but we are professors. Yes. Somebody call you professor. That's all that matters. You call me professor. Okay, well, <laughs> professor. Yes, on that end, I have a podcast as well on, on Professor Z. And yeah. you should. You're going to have one too. And I am I am going to start my own po uh, podcast, um, Self-Empowered with Sue Ellen, which is more focused on the um, mental health and wellness and well-being aspect. And aside from professor, I we still have all these business. Well, I still have all these businesses. Yeah. You said not. Um, I own. So you see, I'm wearing a shirt that says Fast Forever. That's actually my own brand. Um, I own a. Well, I am a partner in a motorsports company uh, to do with cars and motorcycles because looks can be deceiving. But I used to be a professional motorcycle racer, uh, yeah, which we'll talk about, about that, that yeah, in a different that, show, and uh, we'll still do that. And then we're actually, uh, with my partner, we're opening a um, racing school this year to go with the motors, uh, motorsports business. So that's something else we're doing. But yeah, mm -hmm. try to do it all. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> you tell me to do less, but I just keep figuring out a way to do more. Mm -hmm. On top of that, we got a couple of startups I, I'm involved in. A three apps that we're building. One is something that I invented years ago. And I'm bringing it back to the market about, you know, it's an app about elections. And then we're doing another app about augmented reality, which I'll actually show on the show, um, demo on the show in a soon, in a, in a come upcoming episode soon. And we're also working on a app, not we, but I'm involved in a startup that's working on an app on AI assisted crowdsourced video making. Um, it's uh, the tagline is let's make a movie. So hopefully sometime before the summer, we can make a movie with that mm -hmm. and show it to you guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can keep this going all day or all night, <laughs> but let's, uh, since this is episode zero, zero. we'll yeah. probably sign off uh, about now. Yes. And, and uh, also um, I wanted to say, so because we will, this, um, is a podcast, but it's also something that we're going to be putting on YouTube because yes. we have the video. Yes. So if you're listening to the podcast, um, you can always go to the YouTube, our YouTube channel, once we get that situated. Yep. Um, you can go to the YouTube channel where you can also see the video of us. And if you want to ask us uh, ask us any questions mm -hmm. because we seem to talk all over the place and there's a lot to talk about. So if you have any questions, and that's the way I teach. I don't know about you, but if you have any questions, you can interrupt us, post them in the comments, and we'll address it. And uh, we love for you guys to participate in mm -hmm. our story and answer questions and you know talk about any topic you want to talk about. Trust me, I'm 
always going to be willing to talk about anything. And we we'll talk about. always have something to say about everything. Of course. Yes. We're trying to do it all. Uh -huh. Yes. Well, make sure you guys follow, subscribe to the channel. And like follow us. And, and like us, mm -hmm. subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast if you listen to the audio. And then, um, you know, follow us on social media. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you soon. Yes. Thank you for being with us. Bye. Bye.